Hello! If you can't tell, that's just me doing an incredible impression of Lily. No. <laughs> I'm finally back! Yes, welcome back to the Middle Class Podcast, hosted by Brian Cooper and Liliana Mesqua. It's glad to, I'm so happy to have you That's back. That's me, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> As if like you went to a fucking, you went on safari or some I shit. I was just dying, no big deal. I'm dead. What'd you have, just like a little cold? Yeah. Yeah. I had coronavirus? No, I'm <laughs> 2.0. Oh my god, That's, imagine. Bruh. With my luck, I would get coronavirus oh, twice. shit, we're already talking about it. Guess what? What? chicken butt no um, (laughs) no my fucking sister tested positive for the goddamn virus and it was like my parents have been telling her but then again my sister was doing all this shit like the second clubs or any kind of place to gather opened up my sister was there Mm -hmm. so like they were like you're not allowed at the house like you're gonna you know you're gonna bring it home to us like they just were like you're not coming over and they like socially distance like literally if my sister needed to pick something up or drop something off my parents were like leave it at the door like if we're gonna give you something like we're gonna leave it at the door and you come pick it up yeah, and uh she was out here going to parties she went through a quinceanera she did all this shit dude like all this shit doesn't get the virus she goes to work gets the virus <laughs> oh my god and my sister well let's just i don't want to say exactly which hotel just for you know obvious reasons mm-hmm. but um, she works at one of the hotels on the strip and she works at the front desk mm-hmm. and I guess she's like the 15th person at the front desk to get the virus like that's just oh, one gosh. department you know what I mean yeah. and it's like I guess this is gonna segue right into like do you have any theories on like specifically what the virus is like how it works or what it does or anything like that dude I don't even know but I just think it's so crazy the fact that they say like, you won't show symptoms until, like, a couple days later. They say and it's it to like, two weeks. Yeah, so it's like, how are you supposed to know? Like, you'd never really know, and I think that's why they, like, are saying and being very serious about, like, stay at home and, like, l- limit your contact with people, whatever. Because, like, you really never know. Like, I could have the freaking virus right now, and right. I'm here. I know. And, like, what if it, like, I won't know until two weeks when I start feeling symptoms, and then I have to, like, contact every person I ever came in contact with. Now, imagine, like, people like your sister that stay going out, like. Yeah. Which, not just her, like, I'm low-key guilty of it, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> like, like, this isn't it, about me. Like, it's so hard. Yeah, it's not about me. We're talking about your yeah. sister. So, like, there's just, it's tough to, like, contact every person that you were in contact with. No, definitely. To, like, let them know, you know? But what, do you have theories or what? Well, like, I guess, well, one thing I do know is that they don't know whether, because they're, they're determining it's on, like, viral load, which means, like, you know, how much contact did you have with a person who had it for Mm -hmm. how long like Mm -hmm. that's how they calculate it like you have to be in contact with someone like close contact for at least 15 minutes within six feet and you both do not both not wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and then they're like that you know takes it up to like 90 percent likelihood of you catching it and then it still depends on like you know your health and all that stuff like that and you know, at the beginning, they were afraid that, like, asymptomatic people that were going to be the ones spreading it. Mm-hmm. They found out, like, that's just flat out not the case. Like, people who are asymptomatic just don't. They're not necessarily a carrier. Mm-hmm. But, like, their ability to spread it is far less, you know? Yeah. And I, the other thing is they also don't know if, like, depending on your viral load, right? Like, let's say you come in real close contact with somebody who has it. They just got it, and they don't know whether, you know, someone who got it from someone else an hour ago, and then that person who just caught it, right, Mm -hmm. from someone an hour ago, 
they come in close contact with another person, you know, a family member, their wife, their husband, whatever. If they come in close contact, if like, okay, they only caught it an hour ago, like, you know, so to speak, like they were in contact with someone, Mm -hmm. like, can they start spreading it immediately? Or do they have to show symptoms? And they said that the higher likelihood is that you have to already be showing symptoms, coughing, sore throat, the headache, the loss of smell and taste and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then you start spreading it. But before you're showing those symptoms, you're not necessarily spreading it. Oh, okay. So, like, for example, if I hang out with you today, right? And let's say two weeks from now I start getting symptoms, you're not really that much in danger because I haven't started spreading it until exactly I got the symptoms. And oh, I feel okay. like, you know, like, let's say I was already, like, immunocompromised. You know, there's something already wrong with me. I was a diabetic or I had whatever some form of cancer something that's gonna inhibit your immune system overall Mm -hmm. then there's a higher likelihood that i might get something just because i already have a weak a weak immune system like it obviously i could get it from anybody at that point you know yeah yeah i thought it was just at first and this is what i'm realizing now at first i thought it was just like when they were talking about people with pre-existing conditions i thought it was like asthma like something to do with like your breathing i didn't realize that it's like if you're diabetic and like just any little like health problem that you could have like automatically puts you in like the danger scale right that's like that's crazy i think that's what everybody was thinking you know what i mean like you know my theory is is because you know in the beginning they did think you had to have asthma or something like some prior lung issues or something like that but then Mm -hmm. they're like all right now it's just like if you have any type of like health issues at all yeah you could be fucked right Mm -hmm. so my theory is aside from you know the classic cold symptoms because the common cold is a coronavirus a coronavirus is just a type of virus mm-hmm. did you know that i feel like i started putting two and two together because the other day when i took my when i took shadow to get his shots uh-huh. um i have like this little pamphlet that says like all the types of shots that he would have to get and stuff so i was just like going over it and there's a coronavirus shot that they get and I was like, yeah. what the hell? So, like, that's why I always wondered, like, why is this one so different? Like, why is this one such a big deal if it's obviously been around? Right. So, coronavirus, the common cold is four different strains of a coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know what like I mean? Like, four like, different levels? Like, it's just a broad, like, there's coronaviruses and then there's, you know, these type of viruses. It's just a specific type of virus. And then, you know, we have bacterial things and we have, you know, there's different forms of germs, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And the coronavirus, this new one, they call it COVID-19, which is the specific strain Mm -hmm. that we've been dealing with this year in 2020, is the one that, you know, people are like, it's coronavirus, it's COVID-19. Both are technically correct, Mm -hmm. but the common cold is a coronavirus and there's four different strains that can cause the common cold that's why like you could get a cold where you just kind of get stuffy or you just get a sore throat or you just you know what i mean mm-hmm. because there's four different strains of it oh okay. and the thing is like it's its own thing right like mm-hmm. they've already established that it's its own thing and whether it originated from fucking somebody ate a bat soup or whatever the fuck <laughs> they still don't know. Like, they're guessing. Yeah, you know the I mean? myths of There's, how it became. They have no fucking idea. You know what I mean? It's just speculation. But my theory is, it's basically, basically, <laughs> um, I would say from, you know, all the shit that I've seen and all the evidence of what has been going on, and especially with the whole, if you have prior or uh, pre-existing health problems or conditions and stuff like that. 
basically COVID-19 is just an accelerator. Like let's, for example, like it's the gas pedal mm-hmm. and we'll say your lifespan is the gas tank and you get COVID-19 <laughs> and that COVID-19, if you have like prior, like let's say you're driving a beater car. Like if someone's you know, like, already hitting the gas and yeah. then coronavirus just like like hits everyone's the gas already like lightly on the gas, you know what I mean? Because like from the moment we're born, we're technically dying. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm the dying thing right is, now. I'm dead. But if you have like <laughs> you're in poor health, you know, like all the things that they say contribute to like you know having a severe case of COVID nineteen or mm-hmm. like living or dying, mm-hmm. you know, taking it to the extremes, is that so to speak? If you're driving a shit box and you know, you have so much gas in the tank, and let's say you just can't refill it because, you know, there's no... You can do things like, obviously, ease off the gas or do things to, so Put to speak... Put in cruise control. Exactly. Like, you could do something, you know, you take care of your overall health, you do things, you exercise and things like that, which would equate to changing the oil in your car and all these things. Mm-hmm. But when you get COVID-19, that motherfucker floors it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And if you got a good, healthy well-running car like you got a brand new car or whatever like that's why it doesn't affect kids because they're brand new mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like a brand new fresh <laughs> off the line new, new. yeah it's a, that new new it's got that new car smell and everything so it's like when you when the when little kids get it it just they almost don't show symptoms at all most kids mm-hmm. unless they have you know some kids are diagnosed with leukemia and crazy stuff like that when they're little kids mm-hmm. but overall if you're driving a brand new vehicle then you have nothing to worry about. You know, you stomp on the gas and that motherfucker's going to go and you're fine. You're just speeding up. Yeah. yeah, you're wasting a little bit more gas. But if you have an old rickety piece of shit, like shit box car, you know, from the 80s or the 90s or something like that, which would obviously equate like I'm trying to make the correlation with like cars and people just so like to get as for example, yeah. like, figure of speech, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, older cars were shittier on gas. So they wasted more gas. So that the average age of people dying is 89 years old so oh, the older folks yeah so it's like that's like the typical age that people are dying anyways mm-hmm. so yeah it sucks and it's killing some people that you know so to speak like in the 40s and 50s before their time air quotes mm-hmm. but overall i think that motherfucker like covid19 just takes the pedal to the metal right like it takes it all the way to the floor yeah and if you're driving a shit box you might blow up your engine which means that's the end of you because you, you're, you're, you're gonna croak. you haven't changed the oil, you know, like say to, so to speak, like you haven't been taking care of your health. You don't exercise. You eat like shit. You're eating McDonald's, you know, Burger King. All the why you gotta food, put me on blast like that? Stop. And it's like <laughs> you're just treating your engine like shit. You're not changing the oil. You're not, you know, like you're doing absolutely nothing to take care of yourself. Yeah, you're gonna have a higher risk of so to speak blowing your engine or dying croaking yeah Yeah. but did you know that even if you eat healthy and work out and live a good lifestyle you're still gonna die so might as well have fun exactly but i'm saying (laughs) exactly that's that's absolutely one way to live your life and one way to look at it i'm here for a good time not a long time exactly (laughs) fuck it just get that covid man just slam on that gas no i'm just kidding that's not even a joke and all seriously (laughs) it's just so scary like yeah as i start laughing like, <laughs> so scary. things that scare me just make me nervous so i have to start laughing <laughs> yeah so uh, that's that's my little you know chimp no science based theory yeah. on what i think like covid does because if you look at what it does that's kind of what it does mm-hmm. that's true so that's just my little theory on that that's why you gotta just live every day like it's your last day 
just like that quote from I don't know if you've seen it, but I just saw the movie Clouds, and it's like about some. Yeah. It's about a kid. This was like based or inspired by real life events. So basically, a true story. So it's a sad um, story. Yeah, this uh, young kid basically gets like terminal cancer. Mm-hmm. And starts living his best life, and he does like so much before he unfortunately passes away or whatever. Yeah. Sorry if that was like a spoiler alert to anybody. <laughs> well, fuck. But yeah, like, God damn it, I was just gonna watch it. Right? There's like a part in the movie where he's in class, and I'm assuming he's a senior because he had to start writing college essays or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So he like had gotten upset because he was like, "Oh, what's the point of writing a college essay if like I'm never even gonna make it to college or whatever?" Right. But then at the end of the movie, like once he passes away, his mom goes in his room, and then she ends up finding that he actually wrote a college essay. And, like, his last piece of advice was, like, you shouldn't, I don't know if he said you shouldn't or we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to find out we're dying to start living. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. And, like, I feel like just Put with recent, literally, with recent events that just been happening, like, so much death around, like, the world. It's just, like, honestly so true how sometimes we take things for granted, you know? And, like, we sit here and waste so much time on, like, just dumb stuff or, like, arguing with people and, like, being negative and, like, bitter. And it's, like, dude, you literally never know when your last day on earth oh, yeah. is. So, just, like, make the best of it. Like, I'm not saying don't have any bad days. Like, you're allowed to have bad days. But, like, just try to see the bright side on everything, you know? Oh, yeah. Because uno nunca sabe. And it's, I guess for me, I'm definitely torn between both sides every day. Like, mm-hmm. just go balls to the wall, live my fucking life, buy that thing that I want, mm-hmm. do whatever I want, you know, fucking, I'm gonna eat the muffin, I'm gonna eat, like, whatever's bad for me, I'm gonna get the Chick-fil-A, I'm gonna get, like, because I just had it the other day, and wow. it's like, I'm gonna get this shit. you over here judging me. Right? I'm not even. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, I just believe in everything in moderation. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah, you obviously, you obviously still have to be smart with it. Right. Like, yeah, buy what you want, because, like, that's one thing. But you gotta think about, like. Okay, if I make it through today, yeah, I have nothing. Like you have to still plan for the future. Yeah, Yeah, because that's one thing. My brother, if my brother's ever listened, shout out to my brother. Like he thinks like that. Like he's like, yo, like you never know when you're gonna die. So fuck it. Like I'm gonna just sit here and spend all this money. And I'm like, okay, but what if you don't? (laughs) Now you have all this debt, or not debt, but like now you have to like still plan for the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I'm totally torn all the time. Like, yeah. I'll run up my credit card. The thing is, I always keep my credit cards at a zero balance. Like, I pay off my full amount every month. Mm-hmm. Unless, like, you know, an emergency comes up and I have to throw, like, a $1,500 purchase on a credit card, then obviously, like... But I'll still pay, like, if I have to put $1,500 on my credit card, then this month I'm going to put 500 The next month, another 500 next. And so that way I pay it off in three months. I'm not going to pay the minimum. Yeah. Like, I'll Smart. adjust my lifestyle for mm-hmm. a, a month or two to adjust for that you know what i mean because it's like you never know because let's say you max out your credit card and on bullshit shit you just bought on amazon things you don't need me like it's (laughs) like it's max so when that emergency purchase comes you don't have the cash and you don't have the credit you're fucked yeah so that's like i'm always thinking like i guess i have a little bit more of like a famine mentality like that's why like i don't know like we're not going to talk about whatever you told me the other day but like whenever like when i was moving out mm-hmm. and buying my house and you know when you talk about moving out and you know we discuss like potentially being my roommate and stuff like that like mm-hmm. i'm always thinking like when i told you the other day that when i make a decision like i'm always thinking like this is it like i i have to stick to my fucking guns when it comes to like financial decisions mm-hmm. more so because you know when i was like you know what when i move out i'm not coming back like i'm making the decision that I don't even see it as an option. Like, 
I'm already eliminating the possibility for me because we had discussed that number one, I just don't want to do what my sister did to my parents, which was move in and out, in and out, in and out, like several mm-hmm. times until finally, I think at like 27, she finally got out mm-hmm. and was like out, out, and she's been out and she's 35 now. And I just saw how much headache and like frustration that caused for my parents. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? My parents don't need this shit, especially as they're getting older, because my dad's 70, my mom's 54. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't need that shit in their lives. Like, especially my dad, like, you know. Damn, think, so you when you were born, your dad was 50? He was 46. 46? Yeah, he had me at 46. Damn. I'm his only son, his only child. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wow, right? you're hella cool, huh? And you know what the story <laughs> is? My dad comes home from work one day, and uh, my mom was saying something. I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna kind of glaze... I'm going to try to summarize it, but my dad comes home one day, and my mom was maybe doing laundry or something, and he puts, you know, he sets his uh, lunchbox down, he takes off his boots, and he walks in, and my mom's like, what? And he's got this big old smile on his face, and he's like, you want to have a baby? <laughs> and then she's like, what? what? And, and he goes, yeah, like, you want to have a baby? Like, he at least asked, like, didn't just, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go for it, and was like, ah, I'm going to yeah. have a kid, you know what I mean? Pregnant. <laughs> but, yeah, he was like, he asked her, and she was like, uh, yeah, okay. And in my mom's mind, like, this guy's 46 years. No, at the time, he was 45, because obviously she had to carry me for nine months, but I was born when he was 46. Yeah. So she was like, he's 45 years old? Like, is he even capable? You know what I mean? Like, can he, Damn, like, is he shooting blanks? Him. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, this mo- he's out here just popping blanks, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, whatever, we'll try for, I think she said, like, three or six months, and if it doesn't, you know, then... You know, we'll just, we'll just say we can't, you know, we just won't do it. Yeah. And I guess she was like, either going to get her tubes tied or something like that. Like, oh, you know, he probably just can't because of his age. Mm-hmm. No shit. Like, <laughs> my dad. Here you are. <laughs> like, first fucking try. 45 years old. Damn. First try. He's a healthy man. <laughs> Dude, my dad. Honestly, I want to bring on my dad on an episode just because my dad has some goddamn stories. I'm gonna tell you, like, my dad grew up in the '60s, uh-huh. so it's like it was a little bit of a different time back then. Like he went from like the invention of television to like where television ended. Like there was literally at a point at like eight or nine p.m. Where they played the national anthem and there was a flag that would wave on the TV in black and white mm-hmm. and they would be like, and good night. And then it would just be like, ee, you know what I mean? Or like, would just flow the flag with no sound yeah. until, you know, the next scheduled program at like seven or eight in the morning the next day. Oh my God, that'd be so interesting to like see his point of view and like, dude, imagine for him idea. to tell us like the way that people live back then. Oh yeah. Or he probably tells you all the time, huh? You well, hear all these cool ass stories or no? Yes and no. My dad's a little bit fantastic when he tells his stories. And what does that mean? Like, he's a little like he's, extra? Ex- he's a little exaggerated. Oh. Like you could tell, like, like fantastic. Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? But my dad definitely, I guess, so to speak, he kind of like lives a little bit in the past because he's always living on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like he'll talk about like if we ever watch a movie and he sees a car, like an old car, he's like, oh, that's a. 62 Trans Am I had one of those and it had the blah 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 and he like you know like he's always excited to talk about the past yeah like which it's low key depressing because it's like damn so like your life hasn't been good since I was born like you know what I mean like (laughs) you like fucked it up when I was a little kid I was like oh that's so cool you know what I mean like oh my dad knows all this stuff but as I got older I'm like 
damn like literally before like you met my mom like were those the only good years of your life like what the fuck but like because he You're just like, Come looks on, at, bro. like you hell? should see him light up like he when, just like, wants to be there so bad yeah <laughs> like, like he, he don't wants care. to go back in time like dude i'm telling you if my dad was given the opportunity to like go back in time to when you're 20 years old he would like he would be like he would go naked he would be like i don't need anything let's go right now like fuck yeah it. like i don't need clothes i don't need shit like let's go you know what i mean like my dad would not hesitate because he looks at his like his younger years with such like rose colored glasses yeah yeah damn well i feel like i feel like a lot of adults like would rather or would like be so happy to go back because i feel like that's why it's so hard like you know when people tell you oh like these are the best years of your life like take advantage because you're gonna miss them whatever like it's hard to fully grasp the fact that they're your best years because you're just living them until you get to like the shitty years and you're like oh damn like those are actually the good years you know because I know my mom always tells me all the time, she's like, oh, like, I wish I could just go back in time and, like, be your age. Or, like, have been younger when I came to, like, the States. So yeah. I could have, like, been able to enjoy, like, this, this, and this. Like, she always wants to go back to, like, be able to experience, like, what it's like high school here. Yeah. And, like, to have, like, prom and all that stuff. Like, she always wanted to do that. Yeah. But I'm just like... I didn't, like, she would always tell me, like, oh, you gotta take advantage, like, high school is gonna be the fourth best, like, four best years of your life, the worst ever, (laughs) in my opinion, but I just feel like it's so easy for them to say that because, like, they didn't live it, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I know eventually, well, now, like, working and fucking having to pay bills, I'm like, yeah, which I was back in high school. Right? Like, it's so easy to say that, Mm -hmm. but they also grew up in like a completely different time you know what i mean like your parents my parents Mm -hmm. and like even my parents like they're 16 years apart so they got a fat age difference Mm -hmm. and it's like they technically they're from different generations and it's like that i think that's why they clash so much because like my parents they fight over the dumbest shit on the planet but i I don't know maybe because they've been married for 25 26 years now like oh my god did they get married in like 72 or something no, not 72. No, like, they got married in, like, 94, 95. I think my parents got married in, like, 93, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because I think my mom and my dad have been married for 26 years. Wow. Yeah, your parents got married pretty young, though, didn't they? Yeah, I think my mom said she was, like, 20 or 21. Yeah. I think Damn, my mom imagine? got into her first marriage when she was that age. Damn. My mom, my, my dad is my mom's second marriage, mm-hmm. and my mom is my dad's third marriage. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, they both live, like, my parents definitely have, like, really good life experience. Like, they've lived some through some shit. And my mom, like, every once in a blue moon, like, I guess, you know, as you get older, you know, you forget how many stories you have told, so you'll end up repeating them. Yeah. And especially my dad. Oh. <laughs> it, sometimes it's, like, hard to bear when I'm like, D- yes, and then this, and this, and this. And he goes, well, well, shit. But, and then he'll still finish the story. And it's yeah. like, dad. We know it from beginning. Like, we could tell this verbatim. Like, like I could tell you this story. <laughs> I could tell. Oh, my God. But the thing is, every once in a blue moon, especially my mom, because when my mom speaks, like, I think my mom would be really good at podcasting. Because mm-hmm. when my mom speaks, you know, we'll just be sitting there eating dinner, and then it'll be quiet, and she'll go, did I ever tell you about the time when? <laughs> and I go, what? I go, no. Like, I don't know. And I'm just like, what? And I'll, like, completely stop eating. I'm like, what's the cheese, man? You know what I mean? I'm like, the fuck? And then she's like, yeah, I was blah, blah, blah. And I live, because my mom, like, she lives all over the East Coast. Like, my mom, like, she went wherever the work was. She did mostly, like, hotels and, like, restaurants and stuff like that. Uh-huh. To, because she well, had she my sister. She lived in the East Coast? Yeah, my mom. 
She was she was actually she was one of five, mm-hmm. and she's the baby, and um, the oldest actually ended up passing away. That's like a whole other story. Mm-hmm. So there she has two brothers and a sister that are alive right now mm-hmm. but my mom's a baby and she was the only one of the five that was born in mexico the rest were actually born in connecticut oh, stanford okay. connecticut specifically mm-hmm. and um so they lived you know my, my mom's upbringing was really strange and i really want her to come on and talk about it because i feel like she would do it really she would obviously it was her life mm-hmm. but she she lived all over the east coast she lived in jersey new york all that shit you know like Damn. staten island like she was all over the place because she went, you know, if she heard about a better job that paid one more dollar an hour, she was fucking going. You know what I mean? Because she had my sister at Brave. 19. Oh, damn. So she had, to, she had to make ends meet however she could. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So my mom said she always worked a minimum of uh, two to three jobs. She never had less than two jobs. Oh, my God. Because she always had a hotel job and she said she always had a restaurant job. So that, that way, you know, she worked at a diner or something like that. Because diners, especially on the East Coast, like, they're really popular. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they are anymore. But they used to be, and even when I visited back in, fuck, it might have been, like, 07 or 08, like, mm-hmm. it was still, oh, yeah, like, diners were around every corner, and, the, you know, obviously hot dogs and shit like that, but my mom always worked in, like, more so, like, whatever, an IHOP or shit like that, like, where she would always get, like, you know, she wanted to be on there for Sunday mornings, because obviously shit ton of people coming in, tips, she always wanted to have cash, she always wanted, you know what I mean, like, my mom figured it out. Yeah. And... She, you know, this was before cell phones, this was before the internet and all that shit, but my mom, like, my mom was a hardworking person. And, like, even now, like, I guess because my mom, like, really burnt herself out in her, like, 20s and 30s, like, busting her fucking ass, that now, like, I'm definitely more sympathetic because, like, when I was younger, I didn't understand, like, why my mom hated going to work and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But then as I got older, I realized, like, you know, me having my own work experience and shit like that. You're like, oh my god, I get it. I'm like, (laughs) fuck, dude. Working does suck dick. Like, even if you have just one job, like, because my mom, you know, working two, three jobs, like, That's a lot. I know so many people that do that, too, but... Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's so so tough, but I feel like they have that, you know... That That, like, yeah, that drive and that motivation to, like, do things. But, like, I just saw a post the other day that was about like burning out and like what's your opinion on that because like the post had said something about oh like people like fantasize like being burnt out and like relating that or like connecting it with like success and like if you if you're not like a burnout or if you don't burn yourself out like you're not doing enough and like they were like we need to normalize like just putting like working but not putting work above like family because they're like oh people wear like burning out like a badge of honor like and showing like success like do you agree with that or no like what's your opinion on that i definitely don't agree with the american way of work where it's like hard work you know like you ever see those videos with a motivational speaker and they're like sleep what is sleep and then they'll just like shit on you for trying to get eight hours of sleep a night Mm -hmm. it's like i would get i'd be lucky if i got two hours of sleep you know they're like because they made it yeah and i'm like did you really though like damn dude if i like literally have to get two hours of sleep for 15 years to get to where because you know you look at them they're older yeah and they're like what they had to do to become a millionaire and i'm like okay like i told i think i told you the other day too was that i don't give a fuck to be a millionaire if i make eighty thousand dollars a year that's my goal Mm -hmm. literally 80 grand a year like take home Mm-hmm. Which I would probably have to make like a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and then obviously after taxes. But if I get to take home eighty thousand dollars a year at some point in my life, like I'd be like, I'm good. You'd be so content. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if there's an opportunity to make more, 
but it involves like working more it's like okay no like I, if I can do a moderate amount of work like like even now you know what I mean I work pretty hard and I you know I'll work some long days and stuff like that but averaging still around like 40 hours a week which I still think is too much mm-hmm. I think realistically you know people should only have to work 30 hours mm-hmm. but the overworking yourself and killing yourself just to get ahead like That's I know people that like <laughs> literally work like two three jobs but they're all minimum wage and then they're making like what I make with one job mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that to like shit on people like oh you gotta work three jobs no I'm saying like dude focus on one mm-hmm. like I think you're trying to do too much shit at the same time like focus on one make management or do I don't know like like put yourself school. high enough in that one job to exactly. where now you don't have to work three to make the same as you would that's in one. what i'm saying like yeah, why are you working sense. so fucking much at these three shit jobs when you could just focus on one to make it one good job or just find one solid job that yeah. it's like you don't have to kill yourself you know getting no sleep eating fast food like because you have no options you don't have time to cook you don't have you know what i mean yeah and then really like with my mom's motivation was my sister but that's the most fucked thing of all, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You throw a kid into the mix, too? Oh, my God. Well, I feel like some people do, like, in your mom's, like, situation. Obviously, like, her daughter was her motivation. She wanted to make sure, yeah. you know, she could provide for her daughter. But, like, if you think about it, a lot of people want to sit here and, like, make all this money because they want to flex so bad. Like, I don't... Yeah. They, like, I don't think... That's so gross to me. Yeah, like, it's kind of weird that people are so obsessed with trying to prove to other people that they're capable of, like, buying something or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to yeah. flex, like, it's, like, instead of, like, that's one thing that I realize now. It's, like, why are you trying to flex so hard on someone who, like, doesn't really give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? You're going to flex for, like, two seconds and then people are going to be, like, oh, my God, yeah, like, that's cool. She has a cool car. Okay, and then what? You that's, know what I'm saying? So and that's why I like Gary V. I don't know if you heard of Gary V, but he's hella dope. He's always the one, he's, like, one of those motivational speakers that's, like, oh, like, Make sure you get your eight hours of sleep. Like, don't fucking prioritize making money. Like, you have to prioritize your health, whatever, all this stuff. Like, so he basically says, like, oh, all these fucking people telling you, like, how you said, I get two hours of sleep, whatever. Like, that's fucking unhealthy. Like, you still have to make the most out of the whatever hours, like, you do have or whatever. But that's, like, so true. And, like, he says the same thing, too. Like, why the fuck am I going to sit here and put myself in debt just to flex on somebody that I clearly don't even give a fuck about, you know? Like, that's so dumb, but that's the mentality of other people. Like, they just want to show that they're, like, better or capable, but then, like, in reality, you don't... Like, you don't see all the debt that they're probably in just to show you that they can afford what they have, you know? Yeah, we had, like, a really similar conversation to this, like, a week or two ago. I forgot, like, what exactly you said, but it was something along the lines of, like, you know, people will go broke trying to show that they have money or something like that do mm-hmm. you remember that yeah what, what was it ex- do you remember exactly like how you said it you said it in a way that just sounded really good oh that like the rich stay rich by living broke and the broke stay broke by trying to live rich yes or trying to that, live was, rich. that was like exactly it yeah yeah like because we were talking about the other day also like this is my theory and then you know it's my hypothesis your hypothesis <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is like I've told you I've worked in, like, the most ghetto, stepping over needles in apartments, like, mm-hmm. changing AC or fixing plumbing and shit like that, because we've been hired out, because obviously the tenant isn't paying, but, mm-hmm. like, I've worked in the shittiest, most rattiest places in Las Vegas to, like, 10,000 plus square foot homes that are worth 10 million, I mean, ungodly amounts of money, like, yeah. big, elaborate homes, mm-hmm. and everything in between. 
And the thing is, like, people who live in those big, massive mansions, like, they're always extremely clean because they have maids and they have all that shit to take care of them. And it's normally, like, two old people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once in a while there's a family or something like that. But for the most part, there's, like, no material objects in the fucking house. Like, obviously they're going to have a couple TVs or most of their money's going into the flooring. The outside, you know, the interior and exterior design of the home. Mm-hmm. the Their cars, their, um, uh, maybe like a painting or whatever shit like that. It's not, yeah, they'll have jewelry and shit like that, but it's not as much as you would think. Mm-hmm. Because especially when I'm doing plumbing, I'm working in people's bathrooms and stuff like that. And you'll see, like, the shit that they have out, like, you know, um, women have like a ring holder or something like that. There'll be like one or two rings, and yeah, they might be worth something. But it's like, when you look at it, it's like, what are you going to get out of a pawn shop for that shit? You know, if you steal it or something like that, you ain't mm-hmm. going to get shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, their money, they're more focused on making more money. Yeah. Like, really? Like, money? Like, money? investing their money, yeah. not spending like, their money. They're, like, you'll see, like, they'll be on the phone, like, making fucking deals, trading stocks, whatever the fuck that they do, mm-hmm. making money. And it's like, they almost always have the news playing they're either cnn or fox news or like they'll have them all turned on throughout the house they're always listening to the news they got the stock market channel going they got all this shit going and it's like they're focused on making more money like Mm -hmm. i said they're not focused on showing off and it's like yeah they might have a nice car but they'll have like a nice audi or mercedes or something they're like if i really want to i could afford it Mm -hmm. they're not getting Ferraris and Maseratis. Like, that's young money. Or a fucking McLaren. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, that's what, like, Paul... What's that idiot? Paul? Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake Paul. <laughs> that's what those idiots do, you know what yeah. I mean? Because they, got, they came up with, like, this young money off of fucking Vine and TikTok and all that stupid ass shit. I also feel like the only other celebrities that I know that I can imagine would have all this, like, so much jewelry, so much all is, like, the Kardashians. Right. Or, like, all the YouTubers that got, Think about like, their security. Rich. Yeah, that's And those true. people, those are the people that have to hire security. Yeah, because, because they, they have all, so they much have celebrity. Mm-hmm. That's and remember we were talking about the difference between having like celebrity money or just having money, money. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I was telling you, I was working in this house the other day. We're like literally a part of the shower that we had to order from Germany was seven hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. When normally like the part in the shower in either of my bathrooms that we uh, that we needed to order from Germany, mm-hmm. I could go to Home Depot and get it for thirty dollars. Yeah, like and it'll last ten plus years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But these people had fucking money, money. And it's, like, absurd. They had this, like, six-car garage. Guess how many cars are in it? Two. One. And it's, like, they don't... That's not what they're spending their money on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you should have seen, like... The money is probably in the house. The money is in the house. Like, you should see the beautiful flooring, the shower, the fixtures. That's where the money's going into. The mahogany desk. Or, like, the... (laughs) The mahogany desk. Dude, like, the fucking custom made shit Mm -hmm. that it's like it was custom made to their taste and it's like what are you gonna rip the fucking plumbing out of the wall no like who's gonna take the time no they're looking for TVs they're looking for jewelry like someone who's breaking into a house but the thing is I didn't know who the fuck these people were I had never heard of their name and it's like their last name was Miller and I'm like you know I look it up online nothing comes up Mm -hmm. they're fucking nobody but I know they have they're one of the richest people in town Yeah. and it's like but nobody knows who they are because I want to say the guy was, like, the head of some software company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where the money is in, like, tech in these days. Like, it's in tech or stocks or certain things like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, but nobody knows who these people are. They don't need fucking security. Mm-hmm. They lived They lived in a, a gated community with, like, armed guards. Mm-hmm. But, like, a gated community with armed guards, like, they're Paul Blart. 
They're not. They're not fucking top. They're not special forces dudes. Like mm-hmm. they're just some little fucking scrawny. They're either like the scrawniest twig or the little chubbiest, like sweetest guy that is like manning this gate. And then they have a cute little pistol on their hip that they have no idea how to use. That mm-hmm. it's like or a taser or something. It's like they're just for yeah. show. <laughs> they're just there for show and they're like, like for intimidation. Yeah. Well, really, what they're doing is, especially in this place, like they take a picture of your license plate and they look at your ID. So that that way, if you do do something, your ass is done. Yeah. Because they got your license plate. They're going to know where you live. They're going to know your name. They're going to have everything. That's all they're doing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can commit the crime, but... But you'll get caught. You're going to get caught within 24 hours. Yeah. So it's like that's... Which is the most effective thing you could do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even have to engage in any violence or trying to stop you from doing a crime. Not a goddamn (laughs) thing. They just know you're going to get caught. And if you run through the gate, they call the cops immediately, and then you're stuck. Because there's only, like, two ways... There's only one way in, in, like three ways out Mm -hmm. which is you know what i mean you're gonna get caught so it's like running the gate pointless trying to break in you're fucked the walls are like 15 feet high Mm -hmm. like you have to do some michelin impossible shit so it's like but when you're kim kardashian or you're the rock or whatever yeah you gotta have security you gotta have you gotta pay all this extra fucking money to protect the money that you have Mm -hmm. because you want to show off and it's like in that show off mentality is what really what everyone you know and even when I'm, I'm not the, a jealous person, but when I see, like, Kevin Hart driving around, like, he was in an accident in, like, his Lamborghini because he was speeding or some shit, oh, like, yeah. driving like an asshole. Yeah, I saw And I'm that. like, okay, am I supposed to feel bad? Like, because I don't. You know what I mean? I was like, well, when you're going to buy the fastest car in the world, I'm not going to blame you for driving it fucking fast. Exactly. And I think it was like, a or some shit like that. And I'm like, what's know, the point of, like, expensive. putting it around? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, use it for what it's worth, but for me, I guess, like, I would only do it, again, like, because I'm middle-class mentality, because we are the middle class. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> I imagine. And it's like, for me, I'm thinking, like, if I'm on an open country road, I'm driving to Reno, or I'm driving to Cali, like, there's fucking nobody, like, it's, air quotes, safe, like, safer. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be racing it down, like cliff faces or anywhere that could potentially you know what i mean like, yeah or i'm gonna take it to a track like you're gonna be more cautious but again no it, you could drop a billion dollars in my lap i'm not gonna buy that car i have no desire for that car mm-hmm. because guess what i hate driving so you know what i would do <laughs> i would have a fucking driver because i hate driving yeah. so it's like that would be the first thing like you better believe if i had like wild ass warren buffett money or like this crazy and i think warren buffett's like the second richest man in america or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like if i had that kind of money you better believe i'm not fucking driving ever again like because i hate it especially yeah. in vegas i fucking hate it and it's funny because so you hate like, driving but i hate letting other people drive well not that i hate i just feel more safe when i'm in control <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying like i guess for me like i guess i just don't think about it. like i literally have such a fucking hate for driving because I, especially that I you don't even so worry about your life I, just, I don't give a fuck <laughs> i'm just like dude unless it's like my ugh, there's a few people that i know that like okay i'd rather drive mm-hmm. but me no i would just hire like a professional driver you know like maybe yeah. a if I, yeah, a fucking friend who wants to do it you know what i mean then like what, what are you gonna do if you marry somebody that like says the guy should always drive like well, if she I'll has family drive. in Texas and then she's like, right. oh, we have to go visit them every year for Thanksgiving and you have to well, drive. That they made planes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, don't get me wrong. Like I'll drive. Like there's, you know, I've, I've dated some girls. Like, like if you like, have to, you yeah. If I have to, it. I'll fucking do it. Yeah. But you just gonna complain the whole like, time. <laughs> it, especially like it depends. I guess that's why like I'll, I'll try to be early to things and shit like that is because like I don't want to fucking rush. Like rush driving, that's when I'm the most pissed because that's when I hit every red light. That's when I get stuck behind every grandma or grandpa. Mm-hmm. I get stuck behind some piece of shit on their phone. I get stuck behind, like, 
that's when I'm like the most because I'm already pissed because I'm late and then I'm pissed because everything's in the way mm-hmm. and it's like why can't I just fly like Me as fuck. yeah it's just bruh it's just too fucking frustrating you know what I mean I feel it. That's just, oh my god. See, that's that's the whole point of this. Is this is middle class shit? You know, what I mean, this is day to day shit. You know, like, you know, if you ever watch the Kardashians, like, I want to say, I think total. Since I watch I them all every, the time. I know you do, but it's like, <laughs> I think in total, I have like ten minutes of total watch time of the Kardashian show because I like walk by because my mom's watching it or my sister was watching it or something, mm-hmm. and they're never talking about anything that I give remotely a fuck about. Because it's just, like, it's so unrelatable, like, their problems. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, even when they're talking about being rude to each other, I'm, like, it's just, this is so weird. Like, the- it's so <laughs> not normal or even human. Like, what I are like you it. people? And I like <laughs> it, especially because it's not relatable. Because in a way, like, you get a glimpse of what you can't live, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's maybe why I like it. But, I don't know, I think they're funny, and I think they're... Don't get me wrong, there's been times where... Because there's been so many seasons. So, obviously, at some point, there's been seasons that they're just boring and I don't, like, I can't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'll, like, come back to it later. So, I mean, it's whatever. Like, the last season, or the season that's been going on right now, I think it already finished. And I didn't even realize. Like, I remember it starting, but then I was like, oh, I'm going to keep recording, like, the episodes. I never went back yeah. to, like, see them. So, mm-hmm. and I know they have one more season. Like, the one that comes out early 2021. It's going to be the last season, and the show ends, so my dad's, like, hella happy (laughs) about it, because he says that's all I watch, and I'm always talking about the Kardashians, but, yeah. yeah. Ah, shit. Well, we're 41 minutes in, so let's say we wrap this up, brother. Any last words? Um, Is there anything you want to say? Anything you want to bring up? Oh, yes. I want to give a shout-out to Michelle for being the one person to check up on me when I was sick. The rest of y'all... I have no words. <laughs> Just kidding. No, yeah, yeah. I have no comment. Yeah, no comment. But yeah, Michelle, she's so sweet. She checked up on me. So shout she, out to Michelle. Yeah, shout out to Michelle. She's um, awesome. All right. So if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, our handle is the middle class you because the original middle class was taken. But uh, so our handle is the middle class you on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yes, we will be back next week. And uh, we look forward to uh, doing this on our regular scheduled programming. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.